emergencies happen in a split second, and a lot of times they come with little or no warning. Uh, one that certainly comes to mind for me, I know, is the straight line winds and the subsequent damage that happened across our area last Memorial Day weekend. Uh, just a little over a year ago, hard to believe, but the side effects and the evidence of that emergency situation you can still see visible in a lot of different areas. June is National Safety Month, and though sometimes you don't have a lot of time in advance of an emergency situation, it's always better to be prepared than not. Better informed, better prepared. Living a better life in the Upper Cumberland. Your health and you with the Putnam County Health Department. Today on Your Health and You, presented by the Putnam County Health Department, we're speaking with Tyler Smith with the Emergency Management Agency. And June, of course, is National Safety Month. Tyler, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. And uh, thank you for talking to us a little bit about emergency preparedness. And though we can't necessarily plan for when a disaster is going to strike, there are some steps to helping us be better prepared. You need to have an emergency kit, right? Uh, You need to do a lot of different things. So what are the four steps for being prepared for an emergency when it does happen? The first thing we want everybody to to have is a way of getting that notification, Uh, being informed. Uh, you know, a lot of folks now have their cell phones or their, you know, smart apps that you can download off those smartphones. Um, one thing we do recommend is a weather alert radio. Uh, you can get those at any uh, electronic store. Uh, they're about 30 bucks, but they're battery backup and they will sound an alarm. Uh, when you're asleep, they will wake you up. If the power goes out, that battery's going to keep that radio going. So you're going to get that information. Uh, so those are very good things to have in the home. But when you're away from home, those smartphones uh, are very good to have. But I imagine that those emergency radios, those weather alert radios, um, even if cell service goes down, even even if those things are not available for you, you can still get the alerts. Is that correct? You can. And it's a nationwide. Uh, there's there's six different channels on these weather radios. So you can take this anywhere you need to go in the U.S. and program uh, each one of those uh, frequencies into that radio. They're already there. You just uh, you just select the, the channel and they will alert you anytime you're a, you're needing alert for a, a weather warning or a watch. So I'm not really smart about stuff like that. <laughs> so if I were to pick up one of those um alert those weather alert radios, would somebody at your office be able to assist? We can, and we can program those for free. Uh they're now easier to program. Uh, used to you had to have a code what's called a FIPS code for each county. Mm-hmm. Now they've got those programmed to where they're already in the radio. You just select your state and your county, and it's already programmed. Oh, so even somebody like me could probably (laughs) do it. (laughs) Okay. Now, uh, so those are some of the things that you need to have uh, to help you be prepared. You also need to have an emergency kit in your home. Where else might you need to have one? Your car or your office where you work. Every, Every day people are out, you know, at work, and they're not prepared because... We have storms. We have, you know, power outages. So having one at work. But uh, wintertime in your car is very important. Uh, if you get stranded, um, if you, maybe you run off the road. Um, but one of those uh, winter car kits are very great to have. And yeah. w- what what are some of the things that you can think of just initially? Uh, what would 
what would be some of the top things that you would say to have in those emergency kits? In any kit, you need you need you know extra clothing, food, uh, non-perishable foods, of course. Uh, you know, a shovel for uh, in case you need to dig out from um, if you're stranded. Uh, extra blankets. Um, you know, of course, communication. You know, take a, take your phones with you. Uh, let somebody know where you're going uh, in the event you know that you don't reach your destination. You can they'll be looking for you. But uh, yeah, the main thing would be your water, food, and extra clothing, um, and a, a signal, a way of, of signaling somebody, a whistle is a good thing to have um a distress flag also you can stick those uh, flags up to get somebody's attention it would probably be pretty wise to have some of those uh those battery ba- those little battery backups that you have that you can plug your cell phone charger mm-hmm. into so mm-hmm. if your car battery is dead and you're stranded on the side of the road you could still maybe mm-hmm. use one of those to charge they also make a crank type radio. It's a weather. What? Yes, it's a radio, weather alert radio, and also it cranks up so you can have power. Uh, you just crank them up and just turn them, and, and they generate you, power. Where on yeah. earth do you get those? Uh, some of the electronic stores have those. Uh, we actually bought one for a display for for folks to you know go out and buy them. But uh, you, you can just crank them. It's got a flashlight built into it and everything. So. That's pretty fancy. <laughs> <laughs> feel like i need one of them i feel very ill prepared now i thought i've got a i've got i've got a fire extinguisher upstairs and downstairs and a box of band-aids i should be good to go but i'm really not all that prepared when it come to think of it now once you fix your emergency supply kit um what what is the minimum number of days that you should try to plan for yeah you know three days supply of water so a gallon of water per person per day um, so yeah, at least three days and, um, yeah, that's, that's the minimum. So, I mean, a lot of people, and you can buy these kits online, you can go ahead and buy them and, and they're already prepackaged with everything you need, or you can just go out to the local stores and just put the kit together and, uh, you know, ready.gov, you can get that information off that website, it gives you all the information you can put a kit together. Great advice. It's Your Health and You, presented by the Putnam County Health Department today, discussing emergency preparedness with Tyler Smith of the Emergency Management Agency. Now, there are a lot of different ways that residents in our area can receive emergency alerts. Um, how can they receive those locally? Locally, we have uh, the uh, reverse 911 um, that automatically sends out a message to the area that we uh, need to send that information to. Mm-hmm. It could be a countywide thing, or it could be just a area in a certain part of the county that we need to, to notify folks. Uh, and they don't have to subscribe to that. That's automatically sent to the cell phone. To the cell phones. And, and the you can weather do, radio you or can just do, to the cell phone? You can do a cell phone. You can do landline phones. Uh, we can even actually do billboards where we, we really? put the message on the billboards that way. Uh, but, yeah. There's a th- another program that we use. Uh, it's called Nixle, N-I-X-L-E, and you can subscribe. That's a free service, but you can you can get text messages on your cell phone, or you can subscribe uh, through email uh, to get it, or you can get it always. You can get it the text to your phone and email. But it's Nixle.com, N-I-X-L-E.com. And you all send alerts. We send alerts to that. We've got probably over two thousand folks that subscribe to that already. Wow.
Uh, now, you you mentioned earlier about, uh, especially in the winter months, uh, contacting or letting somebody know where if you're traveling, gonna you know, so that should something happen to you and you're later about being somewhere, then it's an alert to them that something could have happened. So you'd advise everyone too to make an emergency communications plan, mm-hmm. uh, not just in those situations, but just an emergency communications plan. Obviously, in the hopes of never having to use it. That's right. <laughs> That's, but uh, but what should a family's emergency communications plan look like? Well, you need to have at least uh, all your contact information for, for your family members, uh, even you know an out out of state contact. Because if we're affected locally, our phone lines may be disrupted. Sure. So an out of state contact would help. Um, you can notify. Or they would note don't notify the rest of the family members um, to let let them know that you're okay. Uh, but yeah, not tying up the phones is one thing. Because when emergencies happen, what's everybody do? They want to call them and check on their loved mm-hmm. ones. Uh, so you know, the the phone tree is a good way of doing it. You you contact one person out of state, then they can contact the other ones. Mm-hmm. So that's not affecting the uh, the phone lines locally. Uh, but yeah, and your uh, battery, your battery, and, yes. and and killing your battery at the same time. And that's what happened during the ice storm in Monterey. Uh, no power, and people were having to use their car charge, you mm-hmm. know, charge their phones, the batteries off their their uh, automobiles. Well, when we had the, that's exactly the situation I was in when we had those uh, last Memorial Day when we had the straight line winds. Uh, there was a tree that fell in. Uh, in the drive and I couldn't leave mm-hmm. and I had no power. So the only way I could charge my phone From was to go car. out to the car and, yes. and sit there in this storm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't seem smart. Yeah. And even the solar, the solar powered, uh, like we were talking mm-hmm. earlier, you can buy those solar powered, um, you know, any store normally has those that they're, they're not, the larger ones are, are sort of expensive, but they can, you know, keep your phone charged up for a long time. Sure. Yeah. So what are the types? So we've mentioned the ice and we've mentioned kind of those Memorial Day storms that we had in this area. Folks in this area certainly will remember those. But what types of emergencies would necessitate the this type of preparedness? All You know, the the water, the, the food. The, what are the types of emergencies that would merit being this kind of prepared a long-term you know long-term power outages is the main thing you know we we, we have you know earthquake we, we're lying between two earthquake zones mm-hmm. we're the new madrid to the west and then there's an eastern fall zone that runs through chattanooga up towards knoxville mm-hmm. so we're sort of right in the center part of of a area you know that we could have earthquakes so you know you never know earthquakes come with no warning so you sure. never know when that's going to happen. But I guess our biggest thing is, is the storms, um, is, is long-term power outages. And that's why you need these kits. And that's, that's probably the best thing to have. And a lot of people are just unprepared because they don't have these kits available to them and, and ready to be used. And, and I guess one other thing, it's great if you make these kits, but they're not, uh, no expiration date. You know, no. there's a, yeah. <laughs> they, they, once you've made one doesn't mean that it's there forever. That if you make one this year in 10 years, that's still, how often do you need to kind of refresh these? At least twice a year. If you can do that, you know, it's good to just rotate the, the stuff out because mm-hmm. uh, some things, you know, have expiration dates. But, you Spam know, even. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, they recommend once a year, but at least try it twice a year. Uh, you know, the, 
fall and then the springtime maybe rotate that stuff when the, out. maybe when the time changes yes that's good <laughs> just like the batteries in your mm-hmm. smoke detector yes. <laughs> maybe make that your your refreshing point yes uh, so that's uh, that's some great advice and we certainly appreciate you being here and taking the time to to help us help uh, the folks in this area and everywhere that can hear this uh, give them a little bit of advice about how to be prepared for those emergencies that we don't want to happen we don't want to ever have to use these things but it's certainly, as my mom and dad always said, better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Exactly. I'm Marsha Lee, and it's National Safety Month as we discuss emergency preparedness. Uh, it's just being part of prepared, having the right supplies, having an emergency kit, uh, preparing that emergency kit, keeping it fresh, keeping it up to date uh, so that it's of use to you should you ever have to use it. Now, Tyler, if someone would like more information about the topics that we've covered today, what could they do? Who could they contact? They can call our office at 528-7575. And we also have our website, um, www.cpcema.org. And it's got a lot of good information on that. Thank you so much, Tyler, for joining me today. I'm Marsha Lee, helping you be better informed, better prepared, and live a better life in the Upper Cumberland. Your health and you, presented by the Putnam County Health Department.